0: Ah, nothing beats grilling on a Sunday afternoon. Oh man, will you look at that? John finally did it. He got a Skag, Tiger Cat 2, zero turn mower. There's no
1: mistaking that cat's eye gold color. Durable, tough as nails, tubular steel frame. Comfy, thick cushion suspension seat. Powerful engine.
0: (coughs) Well, I hope the kids like their burgers well done. The moment you know you want a Skag. Visit Skag.com to find out why Skag mowers are simply the best.
3: Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new X-Zone Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free. My email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, X-Zone Radio, uh, X-Zone Radio TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzonetv.com. Com. My guest this hour is Ed Komarik, and Ed is a longtime UFO ET investigator and active, activist, having been involved in the field for 40 years. He was involved in the exopolitics long before the word was ever coined by Alfred Weber a few years ago. For the past several years, Ed has written over 100 exopolitical essays on exopolitics published to this blog, which is www.exopolitics. Dot blogspot.com and, um, and other internet pages as well. The essays are regularly published in the American Chronicle, the Oped News, the Canadian National Newspaper, as well as in the Ufoet Community by UFO Digest and the Alien Seeker News. And joining me now is Ed Comerick. And Ed, welcome back to the X-Zone. And how are things with you in this new year so far?
1: Hi, Rob. Things are going along pretty good. How, how's
3: it with you? Well, it's a new year. Uh, a lot of great things happening here in the X Zone. But tell me, Ed, in ufology, are there more sightings than usual or are the sightings staying the same?
1: uh it obviously seems to be there increasing there was some stuff i saw on the internet uh, about british ufo sightings and there was a very marked uh, increase in the last few years so it's increasing uh worldwide uh, uh and also it seems like people are getting better and better pictures even though we have problems you know with people making better and better fakes and so it's Hard to tell the difference between, uh, you know, what's real and what's not as far as images are concerned. So, you know, when you're dealing with images, it's a good idea to uh, uh, have uh, witness testimony and uh, and a UFO researcher, you know, check out the people involved that are, you know, uh, involved with promoting the images.
3: Tell me, Ed, how long and how did you get involved in the investigation and study of UFOs?
1: Well, I was born and raised in uh, southwestern Georgia, which is way down in the deep south, and at 17 years of age, I had one year at a local college, and I decided to go out, strike out on my own, and go to Fairbanks, Alaska Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, my next uh, years of college. And uh, so at 17 in 1967, I went to the university and began at the University of Alaska, and uh, Fairbanks at that time was a real frontier community, and downtown there were like lines of bars, you know, with uh, where us college students would go down and drink and play pool. And I expect—I don't know for sure, but I expect—in the middle of winter, on that first winter that I was there, I, you know, went out to get some fresh air, which was, you know, probably 40, 50 below zero at mm-hmm. the time. And I walked by a little side street that had New Age bookstore uh, above it. And I got curious and opened the door and uh, was greeted by, you know, warmth and incense and crystals and rows and rows of books on, uh, on the paranormal, UFOs, reincarnation, out-of-the-body experiences. And this re- I just felt right at home, and it really blew me away. And uh, I started reading up on the subject and what happened was it eventually created an existential crisis uh, in my mind. And I went through a very difficult three or four years in adapting to all this new information and expanding my worldview. But since that time, it's been up uh, all the way because I learned to discipline my mind and, cont- and, my, mind and my emotions mm-hmm. and kick out depressive thoughts and things like that. So I've developed a very positive attitude for the rest of my life, and I've continued to Um, be involved in all these different areas, but I've tended to focus on UFOs because it's one of those things that's uh, uh, where you can, there's evidence, uh, solid evidence where you can kick the tires, so to speak, crash retrievals and that sort of thing. So I've tended to focus over the years more on UFOs, but I'm still very interested in other aspects of the paranormal because that's a much larger uh, worldview, a perspective in which the E.T. Uh, reality re- also resides, All as right, well as Stan- terrestrial realities.
3: Stand by, Ed. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Exo Nation, Ed Comerick is our special guest, www.exopolitics.blogspot.com. Ed and I will return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exone continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exone Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.r-i-t-a-s-o-m-a-n.com.
4: I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multi-family dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork, will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com.
3: Kamerek is my special guest this hour. His website is exopolitics.blogspot.com. Ed, there are those that are uninformed, and they often ask uh, whether or not the aliens actually pose any threat to us, and uh, should we really care about it?
1: Um, the way that I look at it is, I actually wrote about a little bit about that in my latest article. Is that each one of us as individuals, you know, who have our little and micro environments mm-hmm. that we operate in, are very much influenced by the macro environment, or, or the you know terrestrial politics and economics. And uh, the the analogy uh, I thought about was it's kind of like a farmer in a remote. Um, Area of the world uh, that you think would need to be uh, is pretty much out of touch with the rest of uh, global society, but uh, it's very important for that farmer to know about global mm-hmm. society and what's going on on the political and economic front because it involves uh, the prices that he gets for his his uh, farm products, it involves prices on his fertilizer, and it you co- uh, know also involves uh, uh, fuel costs, and these are all. Uh, uh, influenced by uh, global politics and economics, and so we're in the same kind of situation as that farmer. That it's very important for him to not only know about what's going on in the rest of the world, but also how to position himself to, you know, with that knowledge to his best advantage. And unfortunately. We're kind of in a situation where we're like a farmer that doesn't have uh, any idea what's going on in the rest of the world, and so he's at mercy to changes in fuel costs and crop prices and cannot you know, change um, his uh, crops you know to uh, meet the different market conditions around the world. So somebody that knows, has an overall perspective, has a great advantage, uh, you know, over the farmer that you know has a very limited perspective. And so I kind of think of it that way: that we're being impacted on a um, exopolitical uh, uh, basis uh, in ways that we do not. Most people don't even have an inkling of, of what's happening to them, but they're being impacted. Impacted, and uh, what uh, uh, you don't know definitely can hurt you.
3: How do we know if we, as an individual, or someone we know, or someone we love, is actually being um, abducted by these aliens or having contact with them?
1: Okay, it's tough, you know, dealing with one individual. You know, dealing with one individual. But the way that that I like to do is is that I like to gather as much information as I can from you know what I expect, you know, are credible individuals Mm -hmm. and other credible information, and then cross-reference that information to come up with patterns, general patterns as to what's really going on. So I'm not dependent dependent upon what one particular individual uh, experience has to say, but uh, more about where many, many individuals are involved and, you know, using comparative analysis uh, on the information that I've gathered to come up with these patterns. And it's true uh some cases, you know, people have a lot of other motivations other than the truth, and uh, you have to winnow out uh, w- uh, the, the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. And for an ordinary person, that's very difficult to do because they don't have – you know, uh, that much knowledge and experience, and let alone maybe the capacity to be able, able to sort things out. So that's where people like I, you know, can be of great help to people, you know, if they feel uh, like my work and they feel that it's credible, I can, get, you know, give them the concepts in which to, the overall perspective in, in which they can then begin to evaluate what an individual friend has told them or what their, you know, their own personal experiences.
3: Do you think, after all the research that you've done and that you're continuing to do, that the governments of the world are truly suppressing the information about UFOs and ETs? Uh,
1: Breaking up a little bit with you, uh, I don't know if it's my phone or not. Could you repeat the question?
3: Sure. I I was asking you if, after all the years that you've been doing investigations into UFOs and, and, and the related fields, if you believe that the governments of the world are suppressing the information that they have on UFOs and alien beings? Uh,
1: the evidence is, is uh, it's just incredible for anybody that really wants to you know, get on the Internet and search the data that's now available um, uh, you know, on crash retrievals, uh, on uh, abductions, on uh, contactee, Cases. Uh, there's just a massive amount of information available to ordinary people, like I said. But the problem is, is, is people being able to sort that out. So there's no doubt in my mind that the uh, information is being suppressed, and for, uh, for a number of reasons. The first reason was is that people were uh, the military and the political. Uh, leaders uh, and scientists were very afraid when uh, you know spaceships started falling out of the sky and their natural re-jerk reaction after World War II was to uh, classify everything and uh, suppress the information until they figured out what was uh, really going on but unfortunately The problem went from fear to greed, and a lot of corporations realized that they could make a whole lot of money off of reverse engineering uh, uh, extraterrestrial resources, uh, you know, for the marketplace. And so the cover-up switch, you know, main motivator for the cover-up switch from fear to uh, greed, and uh, that's a real problem for our society, uh, and very damaging to for us both. uh, spiritually, uh, mentally and emotionally and even uh, our environment.
3: Besides the the information on the internet, Ed, what evidence do you have to substantiate the fact that you believe UFOs are here? Have you have you seen have you touched any evidence? Have you seen the evidence firsthand or are you going by second-hand information?
1: Um uh, I've have, I have talked to so many people over the last 40 years. Uh I have seen some possible evidence. Um there was a guy in Atlanta that had uh, claimed that had a small piece of uh of a spacecraft that looked like uh some kind of a plastic composite. Uh but it wasn't extremely hard or whatever. It like maybe it was some kind of an insulation. Or whatever involved in a case. Um, but mostly I've talked, mostly I, I feel very comfortable about uh, the government documents that can be accessed at uh, majestic.com. Uh, I think it's called majesticdocuments.com. And that's a good place for people to start on the evidence of the government's own documents. Now, you know, they're releasing documents all over the world uh, uh, on a regular basis. Sometimes they publicize it, and sometimes, like in Canada, they just flipping them out. Uh, but I've also had a lot of personal experiences uh, with met people that have been involved in the military, involved in these classified programs, and also uh, local contactees uh, that have, uh, you know, Giving me a lot of information, so it's kind of the cumulative effect of all the information together uh, allows one to put together a picture. You know, this hopefully is 80% correct as to uh, what's going on, and use that to fly sort of by the seat of my pants.
3: Now, you you say you've spoken to members of the military who have worked on classified uh, some of these classified projects. Now, what does this tell you about their credibility? if they're willing to give you information that is classified?
1: Uh, well, they can get into a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, but, but people talk, and people, some people feel so strongly about this that uh, they talk to me, and, it's, and my blog has been very helpful And it not only is the way of distributing, you know, information and concepts to yeah. a, the younger generation that they can build on, but it also, you know, allows me uh, to build up a, a powerful intelligence gathering network, and people contact me. But uh, one example was uh, Sam Stanland, uh, who was a local guy, and uh, I was, you know, became good friends with the uh, abductee daughter of his, uh and uh I interviewed him, and unfortunately, he made a mistake of con- uh, the pe- he was supposed to get back to, to the Pentagon and Pentagon was supposed to get back with him and they didn't and uh when the Pentagon got back to him, uh they came down on him really hard his uh trailer was burglarized, and he was given a whole new set of uh documents uh asked you know to what uh you know you know military documents and everything and not only was that bad, but it they came down on a friend of his, it had to even talk to me, and and afterwards both of them went out and got drunk. And that's the kind of situation, you know, situation that you run up against is is that you know people when they leak information, they got to be very careful uh, about leaking it to them because it can get them in a whole lot of trouble. And sometimes people are aware of that, and sometimes people like Sam Stanley thought that this, you know, this information had been declassified, but it hadn't and uh, he told me about information that I had never heard before, that uh, Jimmy Doolittle, he had seen pictures of aliens that Jimmy Doolittle had taken, and I'd never heard that in the UFO community before, and I called up uh, John Lear and asked him about that, and John said, that's interesting, because uh, when John Lear first got interested in UFOs, his mother got uh, concerned, and she called Jimmy Doolittle, a, a family friend, and he says, yes, it's real, but I can't talk about it. And so it's a, a very serious thing, you know, and I, I protect a lot of my sources, you know, very carefully.
3: Without, without – uh, let me ask you this question, and, and I'll give you the, over the interview, over the, uh, the news break to come up with an answer. Why would members of the military come to you and give you classified information instead of going to mainstream media where they could actually become whistleblowers? That makes no sense to me.
1: Uh, okay. Do you want me to con- uh, continue here? Or no, we're, we're going to
3: uh, take a break, and we'll be right back. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Ed Kemerick. His website is www.exopolitics.blogspot.com. That's exopolitics.blogspot.com dot com 610 7035 toll free throughout the U S Canada and now worldwide at one 7035 toll free my email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv dot on MSN Messenger xzoneradiotv at hotmail dot com and our website www.xzoneradiotv.com. dot I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all new Exone Broadcast Network and Talkstar Radio Network.
4: Have you exhausted all traditional means of healing without success? Are you experiencing communications through ghosts, angels or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara and I'm offering my services to humanity at this time through consultations. These consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching and energy healing. If you desire clarity of what may appear to be unexplainable phenomenon, then contact me through my website at aguidinglight spelled L I T E dot com to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. My name is
0: Michael Kelstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario.
4: Hi, my name is Swinta and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell on the XM.
2: This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Ed Kamerick is our special guest, Uh, exopolitics.blogspot.com. That's exopolitics.blogspot.com. Ed, before we went to the commercial break, I I asked you a question, and I I didn't ask it to be sarcastic. I didn't ask it to be mean. I just can't understand why these whistleblowers are willing to talk to uh, a researcher and an Internet uh, writer like yourself Instead of going directly to mainstream media, where if their evidence was substantiated and checked out and verified, would hit the worldwide listener and viewer audience?
1: Uh, well, what you have to understand is, is that uh, most real whistleblowers, there's some that have gone public and, you know, they take the heat. Uh, you know, Stephen Greer has, you know, brought out quite a few of those, you know, that have offered to testify in Congress mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, at the uh, National Press Club. and uh, But there's also, you've got to understand that uh, being that this is highly classified and people are risking, you know, not only themselves, but their uh, pensions and their livelihood, you know, and their clearances, uh they don't want to go out into the public domain or talk to the mainstream press because uh this could all come down on them. So that's another problem that we have is is a lot of times we can't give these people's names mm-hmm. because that would expose them to uh severe repercussions. There's uh legally there's a document uh out on the internet that says there's a ten thousand dollar fine it's J N A P one forty six there's a ten thousand dollar fine and a year in jail for uh, revealing uh, information on UFOs. And so you have that problem there, and, and then contactees, real contactees, you know, usually avoid uh, publicity like a plague because, uh, like I've written about, uh, the, the military is not very happy with uh, any ET collaborators, and they can also get into a lot of trouble with our government and whatever. So you got to understand that we're up against uh, a massive uh, cover-up an enterprise that's basically based on extreme profitability of, uh, of uh, reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology. So it's all a matter of money. Uh, like so many other things, uh, that is the reason this cover up is in place. And in fact, corporations, uh, apparently control the access to, uh, a lot of, uh, or the gatekeepers to this classified information. Uh, there's information that's on some of my mm-hmm. blogs where, um, uh, uh, Admiral Wilson, uh, well, uh, actually you inquired into uh, some of these um, special access programs, and he was met by corporate lawyers uh, that, that that told him that he could go no further. So, I mean, uh, if you study up on this, you're you know you're up against uh, uh, corporations, really corporations that that control governments and uh, and they have a monopoly. Uh, on this technology, and just like any other monopoly, they don't want uh, you know the information to get out because then they would lose their monopoly. And I call it the uh, Alien Resource Cartel, and I've written articles about it. And it's similar uh, to OPEC, except that it's made up of corporations rather than countries. And this cartel uh, was came out um, with a guy that was the head of the Lockheed Skunk Works, mm-hmm. and uh um, the third cousin he, twice
3: removed of the. I'm sorry. Hello? From the third yeah. cousin, go ahead.
1: Okay, um, and his name was Ben Rich, and you can look mm-hmm. this up on the internet. And he said, and he he said that uh, basically uh, uh, that this was no longer uh, completely under the, the MJ Twelve, uh, the organization MJ Twelve, which it was originally. That mm-hmm. it had been spun off into an international. Um, uh, board of directors. And so we have a lot of evidence like this, and you put it all together that, you know, this is a very serious matter. A lot of money is being made. Well, wait a second. And, hold on
3: here. Hold on here. Hold on here. What is the evidence?
1: Okay. just uh, Take Ben Rich's testimony. He was the head of Lockheed Skunk Works, for instance. Uh, you can look him up on the Internet. No, 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 I've got no, no. links to just, him just, through, just through a number just, of my
3: articles. Just tell me what the evidence is. Okay.
1: The evidence is is that is, is that he came out and publicly said that we have uh, the technology to take ET home, and he said that the 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 whole UFO uh, situation was no longer in in control over governments, but it was uh, had been privatized and was now being run by an international board of directors. And, you know, that's just one little very small piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to get into documentary evidence, you know, people can go to MajesticDocuments.com. Oh, wait a hold on, hold
3: on. Hold on here. Hold on here. Wasn't the Majestic 12 documents de- debunked as a hoax?
1: Oh, of course, you know anything that comes out that well, a gets sec, serious sec, interest sec, is sec, going sec. No, to be debunked by hold somebody on here. because
3: that's part of the program. Oh, wait a minute, crediting Ed, 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 Ed this phenomenon. Ed, Ed, wait a minute, hold on here. If it's if it's plausible and people believe it, then it's real. But if people cannot substantiate its validity and and serious people question its validity then it's all part of a conspiracy maybe that's why the mainstream media doesn't take ufology very seriously because there's a lot of talk there's no meat there's no evidence there's a lot of claims that the ufo community makes said that cannot be substantiated uh, well, that you know, I think that's that is simply not true. That
1: anybody can go and look up this evidence for themselves. Like I just talked about, uh, Ben Rich's testimony. You can talk about Admiral Helen Carter. He was the first head of the CIA. He came out to say that you know UFOs were real. It's on my blog with some of his quotes. Barry Goldwater went up to Curtis Lemay who was involved in all this, and uh, Curtis LeMay said, you know, and asked him about uh, the bodies and crashes at, like, Patterson's Air Force Base. This was Goldwater, your presidential candidate. He was also an Air Force general. He went up to Curtis LeMay, and Curtis LeMay said, you know, don't ever ask me that question again. And uh, you can look that up on the Internet. I mean, you can see so many quotes from so many famous people and well-known generals and military people and politicians and whatever the evidence is overwhelming. But the debunkers would have you believe are debunk- that there's no evidence. Are and they there's debunkers? an overwhelming amount of evidence. And these bunkers, a lot of them are basically running counterintelligence on the public yeah, to keep the public Come from knowing line. what the truth
3: is. Get back to Earth for a second, Ed. There are people out there who are as logical and, and as serious as any of the people in the UFO community would only hope to be. All people are asking for, instead of all this crap that's all over the Internet, and all these woo-woo pictures, and all these claims that can never be substantiated, is proof. That's all the world wants, is proof. And, you know, wh- if, if the government does have information, well, let, me, let, me, let me give you this scenario. Tomorrow... Uh, President Obama calls a press conference that he is going to tell the world exactly what the United States of America has on UFOs. At a press conference, the President of the United States comes out and says, the truth of the UFO matter is, we have no information. The UFO community would automatically say it was a bunch of bunk, that the President of the United States was lying, and that the, the, uh, the cover-up was still in place. But what happens if he was telling the truth? You see, I believe that it's the UFO community that is maintaining the conspiracy. Because as long as the UFO community can can convince, can convince people... Talk about a counterintelligence uh, uh, operation. I think the UFO community is doing a great job on this myself. As long as the UFO community keeps the, the, the government conspiracy theory alive and well, they don't have to provide any evidence of the existence of UFOs. Why not? Because the government knows they have all the evidence. So you see, it's not only the people on the outside looking in who believe that there's a conspiracy theory, but I believe, and so do many other people, that the UFO community is maintaining the government conspiracy and it has nothing to do with the government.
1: Well, I think you have to seriously consider the alternative. You know, you can go back and read the documents. You know, some have been leaked, some some are Classified, you know, documents have been leaked. Uh, some, you know, have been uh, leaked by governments. I mean, Britain has released uh, Bukus documents. France, Canada has even released a few, uh, sure. quite a few here recently, very quietly. Brazil has uh, released a lot of documents in fact, the Brazilian military and the Air force generals are talking directly to the Brazi- uh, Brazilian uFO community and releasing information i mean if you want to ignore all this massive amount of evidence that 's available and say there 's no evidence at all i I think that's really a a, a a problem and the way that I look at it is, is there 's an abundance of of evidence, but you 've got people that uh, don 't want this truth again, they want to mix it up, and it 's not the UFO community that 's mixing it up oh, it 's uh, intelligence pe- uh, people in the intelligence community that have infiltrated a lot of times in the UFO community, but you know both as uFO researchers and as and as debunkers and uh, it's a matter of each individual to figure in that figure out the truth here, you know, but you know, you know I've become convinced that it's not the UFO community. The UFO community is very factionalized and fights amongst itself and it acts like a dysfunctional intelligence community that's been compromised, which is exactly as what has happened over the last uh, 60 years, I mean, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's up to, you know, the individual whether to ignore all this evidence, you know, or to, you know, to try to take up the ev- but, all this evidence that's available and sort it out but and, in the grand you know, come scheme. to some kind of a uh, understanding of what's going on.
3: All right, but in the grand scheme of things, big deal. So the UFOs are here, even if they are, aren't here. Big deal. They're here. Big deal. The aliens are here according to some people within the ufo community they've been here since day one so big deal at the end of the day what's the difference
1: yeah this this was what i what i brought up earlier that you know our micro environment our individual environment is very much dependent upon the macro environment for instance you know local politics are being you know affected by global politics you know the uh uh the US Chamber of Commerce, you know, has a worldwide uh presence and and then they go right down in the, into the federal government, and the state, and right into every county in this country. You know, so there's a macro presence, you know, a macro environment here that's very important to the understanding of our individual environment. So people often ask, you know, well, how is it going to impact me? And I say, well, it's impacting you as far as uh, fossil fuels, you know, and the destruction of the environment because we should have been out of fossil fuels and into these al- uh, cheap alien technologies. Uh, 50, 40 50 years ago a, and second, this what have not here, hold you hold know on. solved hold the global on. warming hold problem problem no, uh, no, 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 along no, with uh, you wet. know many of these other problems no, so what no, what no, 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 we don't no, know no, can't no, hurt us it no, 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 no. is hurting look,
3: you know where the major problem lies if, if you really want to take a serious and honest look at the world economy and the and the global the global outlook look at China. Take a look there. That's where a big problem of global warming is coming from, not aliens. And don't you think that if this alien so-called technology was around by now, it would have slipped out? And one of the other countries in the world who would love nothing better to do than to smear the great United States of America would come out with the unequivocal proof that the United States has been lying all these years and that here is a crashed UFO, here is a dead alien, and look, here is a turbo thrust booster from a Star Trek that has been circling this earth. And don't you think that would have happened by now? God, if the President of the United States can't have a presidential affair in the most secure building in the world without the world knowing months later, how in the name of God are you going to suppress all this so-called reverse technology. It makes no okay. sense. Okay, well, you have
1: to understand that there, is a, there are whole aspects of the intelligence community that work to suppress this information. As soon as it gets out in a uh, local newspaper or something, then the CIA picks it up. You know, next thing you know you got somebody knocks on your door, It's a salesman that you know you know, say you've got some physical evidence right, or claim to have some physical evidence. Next thing you get a door from some salesman, a salesman, you know, talk to you about so and so product. Next thing this discussion gets on the UFOs and you said, Oh yes, you know, I've got uh, you know this little piece of craft crash craft over here what did I me show you and you know the to says, hey that's interesting and maybe a week later um, somebody oh, comes come to the guy's on. door with material seizures warrant or he's burglarized and the, the, the evidence uh, is it disappears and all he has is a good story. I mean this has happened you know time and time again and, you're up and, again and do you really believe this stuff? Well, you know, anybody, you know, if, if they want to take the time to really look at the evidence that's available and not just, you know, come up and say there's no evidence, no evidence, no evidence, like a lot of the debunkers do, if they really want to look at this evidence, take all the little bits and pieces. Like I say, it's like a vase. When you suppress uh-huh. information, it's like breaking a vase. And you have to pick up all these little pieces and try to put them together into the original condition of the vase. But not that, that, even that, you know is difficult enough. and we, we've got to say so him.
3: long for... T- this guy just doesn't know when to stop talking. All right, gang, uh, Ed, thanks very much for joining us. You go watch out for those little black men and those little black helicopters and those alien crunchers because I'm sure they're going to be out to get you. And I guess I'm a debunker and proud to be one. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the all-new Exon Broadcast Network.
4: when something is wrong.
3: Find out more Exo Nation and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Well, I just got
0: back from Roswell where the aliens have been. And if you ask the feds, the cause, well, they'll only lie again. Now, I'm hunted by the gumshoes, and I'm wanted by the cops, because they think that I might be the guy making circles in the crops. And I know that there's a conspiracy from the voices in my head. Elvis lives, that's clear to me It's McCartney who is dead And if the Mars man should come again And take me, I will go I will take a trip on their rocket ship God bless the UFO Give JFK this message It's the Cuban army's fault And I know that Dave Koresh is alive inside a vault. We've seen reports in papers of a guy who knows about a car that runs on chewing gum, but the Arabs rubbed him out. Loudly warned that America is badly unprepared. With the Cold War through. We need something new that can get you good and scared. So you wonder just who is warning you of conspiracies today? We're the ones who fill the rumor mill. We are the sea
3: Welcome back. I guess I am officially now a UFO debunker. Well, no, I'm not. I'm a guy who wants answers. I'd like to see some proof beside this. These, these, ufo papers the majestic papers that were debunked as hoaxes i'd like to see more evidence beside a bunch of old phonies claiming to be members of the military going to people like ed kamerik who don't have the guts and the dedication to go and face mainstream media you see you go to a guy like ed and you tell him a ufo story and he believes you right off the bat wow this is fantastic. You say that you worked on this project. Wow, it's got to be real because you're telling me. Bull crap. The people who go to people like Ed Comeric and the other members of the woo-woo alternative media that we have to thank the internet for don't have the credibility nor the guts to face mainstream media and present the facts that they claim to have. You see, When you talk to mainstream media and real journalists, they want to see the proof. They want to verify using credible means of research, not just the Internet. The big problem is is that I believe that it's not the government who is suppressing information and maintaining the UFO conspiracy. It's the UFO community itself. Because, as I said to Ed... As long as the UFO community claims there is a government conspiracy, they don't have to produce any evidence for the existence of UFOs. Another thing that I didn't get a chance to ask Ed was, how does he know these people who come to him claiming to be members of the military are who they say they are? How do we know Ed isn't writing all this material himself based on his own personal beliefs, putting it on his blog or into the other newspapers, the, the Internet newspapers that he, that he contributes to? Because, you know, he doesn't want to give away the identity of the person. Why not? Because maybe then we can actually call up the person and say, did you really say this? Where's your proof? I think there's a lot to be investigated into the UFO community, not on the government side, but in the people in the UFO community. There's a number of them in there who, as we've exposed in the past, have very shady pasts. We should start checking more of these people out. When it comes to UFOs, show me the proof. Maybe then I'll believe. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.